You are listening to the Strictly Business Fantasy Football Podcast on Podbean. And we are coming to you live from the Burley Studios in Denver, Colorado. Yo, 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 what up, Busy? What's up, what's up? Chilling, homie. What's going down with you? Oh, just living the dream. Yeah, you ready for a little studio therapy? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Absolutely. (laughs) Something. All right, so for everybody tuning in, unfortunately, we we will be without our third amigo today. Um, Dave, Dave's not able to be with us. Yeah, his brother's birthday. Yes. Yeah, so legitimate excuse. So this time, yeah. So we'll be back next week. Yeah, with another whiskey whiskey busy episode. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. We'll let Dave pick the. uh... Wait, so no whiskey biz today? No, I'm having a beer, but okay, just one. It's still a little early. Uh, It's five o'clock somewhere. (laughs) Always. Technically, it's happy hour out here. It's a little after two when we record this. That's fair. Like right. I'm drinking at nine in the morning on a Wednesday. I'm not going to hold you to it, bro. You're good. All right. No judgments. No, none, <laughs> none over here. I'm about to light a blunt. Okay, <laughs> it's I, not my first of the day. I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Just another another strange week. So I'm doing a pick 'em league this year. Did I tell you about this? Yeah. Okay. You just have to pick the winner. I, I'm in this pick 'em. Are you? Yeah. Where are you? What are you ranked? I, I don't even know. I forgot to check last week. Did you do your picks last I'm week? I'm ninety nine percent sure I did not. Last <laughs> week. I totally forgot you're in the league. I remember I, I reached out to a few people I thought would be interested. Uh, hey, fuck! <laughs> you said thirty dollars, kind of gambling. Yeah, yeah. win some money. I was like, I'm in. If you win a week, you win fifty five dollars. I'm very bad at this, by the way. Okay, I seem to be averaging somewhere between seven and eight correct a week. That's not good. That's not. No, the leader. Now I do. I do try to go for you know some, especially now that I'm behind. I feel like I have to reach a little bit more for some shit. You know what I'm saying? So I've come up with a strategy. This might help you. Oh yes, let's go. Pick them strategy. Yes. So you look at a game. Yeah. And you say, all right, this team's gonna win. Yeah. Pick the other team. That's my strategy. Go. They call it norm oppo oppo bet, meaning what you really think's gonna happen. You bet or pick against that. That's where I'm at right now with this season, when you're just trying to pick who's going to win because it's so random. It, you you got me curious now as to whether or not I made my picks last week. All right, you better find out. But I said to myself when I was doing the picks, I was like, man, this week it looks like there's a lot of heavy favorites. You didn't do them. <laughs> Well, that doesn't help for the season total. No. Uh, zero. My buddy Ben did the same thing where he uh, completely better, forgot I'm to gonna, submit his picks. I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, Thursday night right Dude, now. I set a reminder on my phone. A reminder. A reminder on um, Thursday morning. So you have to pick the Thursday night game, and then you have to pick the, the tiebreakers. Tie yeah. And then Sunday morning, just naturally, I'm in football mode. So I finish off the rest of the picks on Sunday morning. I usually wait. So that you can get the list of inactives, at least for the early games. Because I think you got to submit the pick five minutes before kickoff, similar yeah. to our lineup last Yeah, I, I was working all weekend for the small amount of defense I shouldn't get. Okay. It takes five minutes to do this, but I get it. 
Yeah. You could have been out having dinner and pulled out your phone and just knocked it out. Oh, no. I have to be at this computer to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. Why is that? Just superstition, baby. <laughs> it's working for you. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> You might want to switch it up. Superstition, my ass up here. Yeah, like first dump of the day on a Thursday, do it. (laughs) That might help. That might help. Switch it up a bit. That's what I'm doing this week. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. All right, you're gonna switch it up a little bit. Yeah. All right, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Hey, the Giants are five and one. What the fuck? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And nuts. And I mean it. I as much as I rip on you guys and the Giants and all that shit, I am kind of happy for you. It's been a rough few years. So hundred percent. Even though our team, we're not the most talented team. Everyone knows this, but the way we're playing, and every game's been close. You know, Dallas certainly beat us up a little bit. Thought we could have played better, but I think we needed that loss. The team is super tight. Our defense is solid as fuck. Offense is doing just enough to win. Definitely helps having Wandale Robinson back. I mean, just any any healthy body. Anybody who can catch the ball. Yeah, yeah. Just, Except Kenny Galladay. Yeah, exactly. Send him. Put him on a put him on a raft. What the fuck happened to that guy? He was just so good in send Detroit. Send him offshore. I got a bow and arrow. I'll light it up and I'll shoot as many bows and arrows as I need to. Until one lands on the raft. He was fired. Yeah. Out of a rocket. Yeah. Into the sun. <laughs> it's just, it's terrible. Again, such a waste of money. But we're working around it. We're working around it. We've got a good team. And we play Jacksonville this week. Then we play Seattle. And we play Houston the following week. Damn. We're on the road this week in Jacksonville, on the road in Seattle. Seattle's always a tough place to play. Of course. Um, and then we come home for Houston. These are three winnable games. I certainly don't want to get ahead of myself, but there's a chance we could be eight and one. Did I just get ahead of myself? You, I thank you for following up uh, <laughs> by immediately getting ahead of yourself. Well, that was my preface because I didn't want it to be too biased. But these are winnable games in comparison to, uh, let's call it, five of our first six games. I felt one of them was definitely winnable. I'm with that. How about you, man? I mean, you guys got a seventh-round pick. Bailey Zappi, Zippity Zappi. Zippity Zappi is going to save our season. And you guys just beat the Packers. Love it. That's amazing. Love it. Wait, no, you beat the Packers two weeks ago, right? Who'd you beat this week? The Browns. The Browns, that's right. At Cleveland, too. In Cleveland. It doesn't look like Brownie the Elf is bringing the Browns too much no luck this year. (laughs) No, Brownie the Elf, is. they need to revote. I was going to say, they might want to change... Their thought process there. Yeah, I, I'm definitely happy that Zappy's been a very pleasant surprise. Is, right? he, is like, he the next Tom Brady? I'd like to think he is. <laughs> do you guys have a quarterback controversy? I would like to think we do. Really? Yeah. Have I ever sat in this chair talking about yo Mac Jones? That's it. No, I've always said the opposite. I didn't believe in Mac Correct. Jones. Correct. Now I've seen something to believe in. Okay. Yeah, it's life. a zippy zappy. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, I hate the Patriots, so I'll never root for your team, but good for you guys. It's very mean <laughs> after I was nice to you this afternoon. Yeah, I'm just spitting facts over here. That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, all right. I, 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 much like a Yankee fan, I understand, and just that's part of life. I'm not a Yankee fan. 
I know you're not. Oh, I was yeah. just saying I, I hate the, 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 the parallel. Oh, sure, sure. <clears throat> well, where we grew up, back east, the Patriots sucked the first half of my life. And then they got good. And, of course, all these people just come out of the woodworks as Patriots fans. It's like, where were you guys 15 years ago? You know? Just too many bandwagon jumpers, man. The Yankees, it's different. It's a long, lifelong, uh, seated hatred towards one another in that Red Sox-Yankees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For it's sure. Different. It's different. It's kind of like people from New York just hate people from Philly. There's, there's deep-seated hatred there. Like, everything Philly hates everything New York and vice versa. It's just... I was at a card show this weekend, and I wanted to share with you my big pickup. Okay. What'd you get? Being a Red Sox fan, I thought you might appreciate. Oh, wow. For those of you that don't know, I'm looking at a 1940 play ball Ted Williams card. Is this a rookie? It's his second year. Second year. He did have a 39 play ball also. Wow. But graded a five is pretty... Pretty immaculate for, for that shape. Yeah, I was gonna say this is this card's what eighty two years old. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, this is amazing. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. How much do you think this is worth? Uh, I, second year Ted Williams. Probably about twenty seven, twenty eight hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah, that's a nice, nice little piece. Yeah, I was happy with it. Picked up that and an Ernie Banks rookie and a Carl Yastrzemski of those guys right oh of course yeah of course absolutely that's amazing awesome thank you now yeah okay so I, thanks for the tangent i appreciate it of course that was what, cool though yo, I, I wish these guys I could figured, see that. yeah no doubt that was really cool um why don't we just dive right in to week six recap how's that sound sounds great where are we starting with the game of the week or are we ending with the game of the week Let's flip it. We were talking about before, we're going to flip things up this week a little bit. Let's start with the game of the week. So the game of the week was Simple Dave's Buckfutters. Buckfutters. Yeah, see, I got you that time. You almost thought I slipped, but I didn't. <laughs> Against Houston Happy Endings. And it's not a very happy ending in Houston right now. Uh, no. No, no. They are firing blanks. <clears throat> yeah, Literally got a blank out of MVS. And a negative out of Jacksonville. That's even worse than a blank. Yeah, that's That's tough. like shooting it on yourself. That's tough. Yeah, you're getting it in your beard. Right. That's real rough. Because like, that shit doesn't wash out easy. Not out of your beard. Or exactly. if you got long hair like me, you better keep that shit tied up. <laughs> <laughs> Rich's team sucks. It's bad. It's definitely going through an identity crisis. Well, there's not much time... For this identity crisis to, you know, to be healed or work worked through, it's just top to bottom. I mean, he's got guys underperforming, guys that have been hurt. Certainly, um, I know he's playing without. Uh, this week, he played without Josh Jacobs. Jared Goff was on a bye. Patterson was he's on the IR, and then Cam Akers. I'm sure you heard what's going on with Cam Akers. Yeah. Missed the game. Yeah, it may be gone. It for looks good. that way. I don't know. There's, they've been pretty tight-lipped about what's going on out there in L.A. But what a sudden change. Uh, of course, there's been a lot of injuries and you know people underperforming across the league, but I feel like Rich has like 85% of those guys on his team. Yeah, definitely been a rough season. 
that's one way to put it. I, I think it's a dumpster fire, a complete dumpster fire. Complete. One, I don't even know. That fire might have gone out. I don't even know if there was any coal for the fire. Yeah, it's brutal. It was Sim- Simple Dave's Buckfighters, 141.4. Beats up on Houston Happy Endings, 82.42. Now, Dave got roughly 21 out of Jalen Hurts, 18 out of untouchable Kenneth Walker the third. Can't touch this. Kenny Don't. Skywalker. <laughs> um, Waddle had a good game. 19 points over 100 yards. I mean, Mark Andrews, who's just every week, man. And that was it. Oh, excuse me, Eckler, too. Eckler got a got a touchdown, ended up with 19. Yo, how'd CEH do? CEH? Yeah. Oh, he's on his The team. stellar running back. 33 yards rushing. Nothing receiving. 3.3. How many touchdowns? Zero. Zero. Ooh. Is 3.3 good for your running back? No, but it's his... Four, well, it was his third running back because Algier had 51 yards rushing. Um, CEH stinks. Well, we'll get to Tyler Algier at a later date. <laughs> For now, we're focusing this thing solely on CEH. I said CEH stinks. Yes, he does. Thank you. Yeah, he stinks. <laughs> you, there's a motive behind everything I was saying in the first, what, four weeks of the season? Just, just 12 to 15 points. That's it. I drafted CEH with one. He had one purpose. Do well to start so I could trade him higher than his draft value. And that's what I did. Yeah, you really did. He was in the uh, Saquon deal. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Norm. Mm -hmm. Um, Dave moves up to three and three. Rich, coming off that surprising win in week five, now falls to one and five. Sorry, Rich. All right, Crypto Godzillionaires against God Did, Patrick Did. This was a good one. This yeah. one this one was close. So Crypto Godzillionaires wins to move up to 2 and 4, 128.32. To God Did, Patrick Did, 120.52. RJ falls to 3 and 3. Carl's now 2 and 4, as I mentioned. Let's look at this breakdown. Michael Pittman, huh? You just moved him. We'll get to trades in a minute. But I did. Just moved him. He ended up with... 11 catches? I'm not reading that here. Probably. Let me go to the full box score. Pittman, 13 for 134. Ended up with 24.9. Jamar Chase. This dude, I was on Jamar Chase's dick for the last two weeks trying to get him off Carl's team. Smart move, Carl. Didn't move him. He's back. Never going to happen. He's back. Never going to happen. Kung Fu Grip. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just just like anything on Dave's team. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, the Saints don't know how to tackle because Chase had both of those touchdowns were plays where he broke numerous tackles. The Saints are uh Saints secondaries. Sorry. It was nice to see Jamar come out like that, you know. He finally had a game. He's a guy I root for. Absolutely. Certainly. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Fun, um, fun to watch. Yes, exactly. And I even said to Carl, I said the league's more fun when Chase and the Cincinnati Bengals are, you know, clicking. I said that to him. It's true. And there's no lie coming after a guy. There's a reason why. But anyhow, um, Carl still needs a quarterback. He's playing this song and dance between David Carr. Now he's got Carr and Matt Stafford. 
Stafford finished with 12.82. Just not going to win you a championship. Chubb came back down to earth, 7.5. Eno Benjamin, he flopped. Mike Evans flopped. Kyle Pitts scored a touchdown. What do you know? 19 yards receiving and a touch. Ugh. Curtis Samuel, only six yards receiving. And that ugly, ugly Thursday night game. And now they're going to move forward without Carson Wentz. That might actually be a good thing for the wide receivers in Washington. Yeah. That Heineke is now the quarterback. Um, not a huge week. I mean, 128.32, but he gets the win, 120. Um, Patty had a good game. He had that interception at the end. That hurt. Otherwise, uh, suck up with 14, Vikings D with 13. RJ RJ's team had a down week. Hollywood Brown's going to be out at least a month. Michael Carter stinks. Um, Zeke Zeke looked good. Did you watch that game Sunday night? Nah, I didn't. Zeke looked good. Yeah. Pollard Pollard got a lot of the touches in the first half, and I was wondering, I'm like, where's Zeke? I mean, they they did sub in and out, but second half, Zeke really looked good. He looked like the old Zeke. I think I did catch the end of the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it looked at first, I think Philly was up 17-zip early in that game, and it looked like it was just going to be a route. And that's typical of Philadelphia's games this year. Philadelphia has gone off to good starts, developed a lead, and then kind of sat back and, and, you know, wins in the end. But that game was, I think, closer than a 26-17 finish. Right. We'll get back to that game in a minute. More of a breakdown. But congratulations to Carl. Wins his second game of the year. He's 2-4 and four now. All right. Goats and hoes against Mr. Fingers. Do we have to? Unfortunately. Okay. Mr. Fingers wins with 111.76. Like, throw up in your mouth. 111.76. Nick's got to be the luckiest cat in our league. Oh, 100%. 111.76. You got to be shitting me. Goats and hoes just did not show up. 91.42. I think we're all asking, Phil, when are you going to sit Russell Wilson? He's terrible. Not this week, please. 15.82. Did you hear this stat? I'd give him one more week. Did you hear the stat on the ballers? Which one? In the second half in overtime. How many passing yards Russell Wilson had? I know he was like five for 18. Three completions. Three? Three completions. Three for entire, 15, was it? 15 then? yards. The entire second half in overtime, Russell Wilson threw three completions for 15 yards. What the fuck happened to this guy, bro? I, dude, I don't know. I don't know. It makes no sense to me. Uh, my buddy Tony was telling me that when he was in Seattle, I guess Pat McAfee caught up with Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman. Okay. Okay. I don't know if these they all sat down together or if these are individual conversations, but they said when Russell, well, they played with Russell. If you wanted to get in touch with Russell, you had to contact one of his crew members, his entourage. Then they would get in touch with Russ, and then Russ would call you back. Does that sound like a team guy to you? Wait, what? So you couldn't directly contact Russell Wilson. 
if you were a member of the Seattle Seahawks. You had to contact one of his entourage, and then the entourage would let Russ know, hey, Sherm's trying to get in touch with you. His teammates didn't have his phone number? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That nope. is whack. Nuts, right? Nuts. Whack. Nuts. <clears throat> so now they've got him. Excuse me. <coughs> the smoke is getting me. Oh, my bad. Oh, dude. you're good. It's not even smoking right now. I know, but it's something in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Mm. Busy Anyways, buzzing? A little. Oh. Oh, yeah. I can feel it. Contact high. <laughs> Anyways, what was I saying? <laughs> Russ, phone number, Sierra. They've got... <laughs> love Sierra. Hate Russ. <laughs> what the fuck happened? Dude, seven years. The Broncos are now married to this for seven years. They gave up so much. Two first rounders, two second rounders, a fifth rounder, right? Noah Fant. Who you, else? What's that first rounder going to be, too? You know, right now, it's the number two pick. Isn't it two two first rounders, though? The next, yeah, the right. Next I'm years. just saying as bad as the Broncos are playing, that pick could be two overall. I don't think that's going to happen. But it'll be a top 10 at this rate. Still. Because Houston's got the number one pick right now. Houston's bad. Houston's bad. But you're right. It'll be a high pick. Seattle's going to rebuild that thing quick. Thanks, Russ. Uh Uh-huh. And Pete Carroll couldn't have been happier. See ya. Bye. Well, I didn't know Russ was a weirdo. I guess he has been playing it off pretty well you on didn't... Twitter. <laughs> about to say, he's fucking weird, dude. He's as weird as they come. I, I I get it, you know, and I see it. But, like, he wasn't considered this fucking weird. Like, literally, last season, you were let cooking with Russ. Yeah. Yes. And you literally started the season like you were shot out of a fucking rocket because you were cooking with Russ. Yes. I concur. I, I. It's just the, a crazy fucking fall from grace for the last almost year. Mm-hmm. Like almost a year ago, Russ was a top three quarterback, top four quarterback. Yeah, he was considered in that category. Now he's just missing guys wide open. Dude, missing reads that like crazy. first time Dulcich yeah. is yeah. was wide open and. Dave was sitting over here and watching the play, and he's like having a minor coronary while it's going on. Was that Dulcich's first play? Is the yeah, third down the one that he was he wide just, open? He just kind of ran that yep. little five yard button hook, and there was sat no right in the middle, eight yards right. around him. Right? Yeah, I remember and seeing that. I remember Dave. He was like, "Dude, there must have been a lineman in the way because he just completely didn't see that." And then they show the uh, the angle from behind where no. Russ had a clear Huge view lane. of a wide open Dulcich. And just wasn't and looking just, at him. Woohoo. And he's standing right in front of him. He for those of you that didn't see the play, he literally ran like a, a short little button hook yeah. over the middle. Just sat down like five yards past the line of scrimmage. I think it was third and four. Yeah, it was a third and short. Yeah. And they were running I, I it think it was a two. It was a cover right. three, and they dropped because they did have some deep routes. Uh-huh. Dulcich, there was no one within 10 yards of Dulcich. It was insanity. It was an easy pitch and catch. You and I can do this in the backyard. Yep. First down. And instead, they're punting. And then Troy Aikman's the one that's like, he just completely missed him. He was wide open. Blah, 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 blah. That was, yeah, that was Monday. Okay. 
It was amazing. So mm-hmm. I was driving Monday night. Yeah. It was amazing that there's no traffic because everyone's home watching this terrible monstrosity of an NFL football team Dude, named the Denver Broncos. The mood in Denver is great. I like, love it. I love it. Not being from here and not being a Broncos fan, I fucking love it. And again, for the shit that the Giants fans have gone through over the last six years, five years, yeah. six years, yeah, it feels really good to see the Broncos make just terrible plays. They lost this game on Monday night because of a botched punt return where his own guy got pushed into him and he drops the ball. It's not the returner's fault. Right, right. That dude who's blocking needs to get the fuck out of the way. Exactly. And it's funny because I was texting with people. Bad things happen to bad teams. And I just said, the Broncos will find a way to fuck this up. They will find, and they were up three at that time, and the Chargers had the ball. I said, they will find a way to fuck this up. I didn't think it would take until overtime, but they eventually fucked it up. Right. So they keep going down this this path, man. Coach is gone. I don't know. I I would not want to hang my hat with Russ because remember when they got Russ around here, you know, like almost putting him on a pedestal like he was a god, like a Greek god. Yeah. He's going to bring us the Super Bowl. He's the best. Two and four, bitch. Bro. Two and four. And the, the memes are getting outrageous. You, you know the uh, the I'm the captain now? No. You, you've never seen the meme with, uh, well, it was that Tom Hanks pirate movie. Where the oh, guy's like, yeah, look yeah. at me. I'm the captain yes, now. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. So it was like, the pirates. Yeah. I'm in charge of Denver sports now, and it's the avalanche. Because <laughs> it certainly ain't the Rockies. Ooh. And the Nuggets. They're just they're the, in a, the Nuggets are hanging with the Abs, but the Avalanche are the face of yes. Denver sports right now. Oh yeah, now. yeah. It's I'm crazy. I'm even into the Abs now. Yeah, I mean shit, dude. Av Pride is going crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Now. And it should. They're a great, great, great team. Yeah, but it's funny to see in this football town. Yeah, more burgundy than orange. Yep, you're right. Now I didn't go out Monday night, but. Tony a, did, and he was, was telling me just fuck six weeks ago. He was telling me that it was pretty packed, and they, you know, the whole he he watched the entire game because he bet on the Chargers. Yeah, and so he watched the whole game, and he was pretty lit when he got home. But he was telling me he's like, it's funny because he's a Raiders fan, and he's like, it's so funny to watch all of these Broncos fans leave the bar just so demoralized. They come in all excited, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're two and three. We could be 500. And it's not like they're getting the shit kicked out of them either, man. That defense is so good. Thick with two C's. To that point, Pat Sertan is the new lockdown corner in the NFL. Yeah. He shut Mike Williams down. You're going to come down to Denver Card Show's December event and meet Patrick Sertan? That's why I'm coming. I want to meet Pat Sertan. Yeah. Absolutely. I got you. If I were to get a Broncos jersey right now, it would be Pat Sertan. Well, if you get one, you know, I'll get you to get it autographed. But then I can't wear it. You want to? No. Yeah. Okay. See? All right. You see where I'm going with this. You weren't wearing it anyway. No, I wasn't. It's going to go behind <laughs> the frame and say I was there and I saw the come up of one of the greatest cornerbacks ever. He's good, man. He's got the pedigree. He's got the size. He's got the skill set. He's got the athleticism. Yeah. He's good, like really good, and only his second year. Watch out, league. 
locked down. Like if you have a number one wide receiver and you're playing against Denver, uh-huh. forget it. Forget uh-huh. it. Now, they should have forced fed Mike Williams a little more, I felt, on Monday night. Not to say he was open, but might as well take a chance. You know? They didn't even look his way. What do you have? Three or four targets the entire game? I know he had two catches. Yeah. And nineteen yards. Well, that's the pat Pat Sertan. All right, so so yeah, moving on. Broncos tangent. Do we even need to talk any more about Nikki or Nor or uh, Phil or how bad their teams are? No, no, not at all. Um, okay. Let's see. Nick did have one guy go over twenty points. Deion Jackson. Good for you, Nick. Good pickup. Yeah. Where's Deion Jackson going to be this week? On the bench. He's not playable. I know. Because you know Jonathan Taylor's coming back. And Naheem Hines. Yes, that's right. Hines is cleared. Concussion protocol, I think, as of today, yep. Wednesday. All right, statement season. Oh, real quick. Both teams are three and three. Phil and Nick. What? How? <laughs> we'll get to the standings in a minute. Okay. Statement season one sixty three point nine to gay is my strength one forty two point eight. This was score a palooza. Yeah, this week. I mean, Norm overcame a point eight out of Melvin Gordon, who's starting this week. Whoop de do. Great great talk with the coach. You don't want to have anybody on that Broncos offense. Maybe Greg Dulcich. He might be the best fantasy player on the oh, Broncos. Stop it. Who's a better? Ro- a rookie tight end that's Who's had better? two catches, Cortland Sutton. Okay. It's a week to week thing. Because even Court <laughs> even Cortland Sutton not is not good not because good. of Russ. And that offensive line. It's it just we gotta get off the Broncos. Yeah. Sorry. They're bad. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, 26.9. Tyreek Hill, 28.6. Juju, welcome to the league. Juju, forgot he was even playing. 24.8. Ravens, D, 13. Gabe Davis, 14.9. You look at McKeever's. McKeever had a huge week with Joe Burrow, Uh 43.5. They had the comeback win against the Saints. Brees Hall, you like Brees Hall? Stop it. I don't want to talk about it. All right. I love Brees. 24.1. He is awesome. Stefan Diggs just does what he does. 30. Just chips in with a 30. Let's hit the, McKe- let's, can we make a screeching sound now? What, after Diggs? Yeah, now yeah. keep breathing. No, I, I'm, that's what I'm looking at. <clears throat> no one else scored. Well, the Colts D had nine points. No one else scored more than six points other than the top four. Burrow, Mixon. Brees Hall and Stefan Diggs. And he still put up 140. Yeah. He would have beat anyone else in the league. So he's a tough luck loser for sure, because on a down week, um, McKeever scored the second most points in the league, just happened to play the team that scored the most. That's yep. fantasy for you. Norm is now 3-3. Three and three. Grandpa, as he says it, is 4-2, and two, which is weird. Why does he call himself Grandpa? I don't know. Is he the old one, or is he an old soul? I don't know. Is McKeever the oldest? No, Phil's older. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. How old's Dave? Dave's fucking old. Dave's older than me. He's older than me then. Yeah. I think Dave's the oldest one. No, I think Phil is. Phil, then Dave. Okay. Then maybe McKeever. And then the rest of us. Ricky's up there too, but Phil's certainly older than Rick. All right. Cod season. Loser Bowl legend. Loser, yep. loser Bull Legend, 137.25. Cod Season, 107.08. Talk to me here. What what worked for you? Yeah, I just had an average week. 
across the board. I took a stab that Justin Fields might have a, a, a on a great matchup, might have his breakout. He didn't break out, but he got me 20 points. Um, Ramondre, we'll talk about that in a minute, but, you know, came through big time. Justin Jefferson, 100 yards again. Ayuk. How about Ayukin? Yeah, two touchdowns. Two touchies. Two tutties and 88 yards. First decent game of the year. Yeah, well, first big game of the year. Talk about decent. We're missing a lot of touchdowns, bro. <laughs> lot of touchdowns. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's up with your boy Drake London? It's fucking Atlanta. They run first team, that's for sure. Yeah. They love to run the ball. But how are they winning, too? Like, the most ugly brand of football ever. It's really ugly. And then they're drinking Bud Lights after the win. Did you see that in the locker room? No, good for them. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Their coach is, he's a loser bull legend. That sounds right. Um, you know, and then. But in fairness, what did I sit on this podcast and warn Ryan about last week? Uh, we were drinking whiskey. What did you warn him? About? I told him not to bring that weak bullshit, and he mm-hmm. wasn't winning this week with 110 points. Well, that was true because you scored 137. Yes. So Ryan falls to four and two. You move up to three and three. Um, yeah, Ryan didn't really have much going. He had Kelsey with over 100 yards, Lazard, 76 in a touch, uh, Dalvin Cook, 77 in a touch, Kyler Murray, 18.88. Everyone else was under, under 10 points, and that's how he scored 107. Yep. I mean, you look at his bench, he was really only missing DeAndre Hopkins, who comes back this week. Same old story. Now it's week... We're about to enter week seven, so what happens to Ryan's team typically? Starting to fade. Starting to fade. All right, last game, which was the closest game of the week. Uh, Birthday cupcake, 121.36 against no U-turns, 119.7. This was just... Talk to me, Busy. Well, first of all, my team only scored 119.7. All right, so you can't really be that disappointed but when the other team doesn't score much and do you know what the average winning score was this week what 134 points wow wow okay so it's like ricky scored 180 against me (laughs) and it's funny because we just brought it up last week with dave like would you rather lose by a point or or yeah get blown out get the shit all day i'd rather just get blown out right um, so I text Ricky because both, both of our teams, we didn't have anybody playing Monday night. So we got the Eagles yeah. Cowboys Sunday night. And I, I text him. I said, it looks like Saquon sitting down on the one yard line is going to lose me this week. And he goes, fuck fantasy. He goes, <laughs> he goes, giants are the only thing that matters. And I'm like, I, okay, I get it. So the giants are up four points. Okay. Okay. We just got the fumble recovery off Lamar. And we're trying to kill the clock, but we're inside the red zone already. So the first play, Saquon gets like a 10-yard run, first down. Then the next play, they kind of like let him go, almost like letting him score. There's under two minutes to go. Baltimore only has one timeout. Saquon gets the first down and just squats, sits down on the two-yard line to end the game because all we have to do is kneel down. Had he gone in, certainly I would have got six points. 
Would that have made a difference? Yeah, I think so. Now, the Giants would have gone up 11 with less than two minutes to go, so we're up two scores, and Baltimore only has one timeout left. The chances of Baltimore scoring twice or scoring, getting an onside kick, and then scoring again are next to nothing. You know, only one time in the history of the NFL has a team been down two touchdowns or two scores in under two minutes and come back and won the game. Do you know when that was? When? I believe it was week three this year when the Jets came back against the Browns and scored those two touchdowns in like a minute and 43 seconds. Yeah. That was the first time in NFL history that that's ever happened. So to go up two scores with under two minutes and only one timeout in the opposition, he did the right thing, but going in the end zone would have been the right thing too because we would have been up two scores. The problem is then you extend the game. If you squat down on the two-yard line, we kneel it out, game's over. So more importantly, fucking Lamar. On the last two possessions of that game, he threw an interception, and then Kayvon Thibodeau made a hell of a play and knocked the ball out of his hands for a fumble. Minus five on the last two possessions. So if I have to be mad at anyone, it's not for Saquon sitting down on the two-yard line. It's for Lamar not holding the goddamn ball. And on that interception, the ball was snapped. He wasn't ready for it. Squibs away. He picks it up. He's rolling to the near side, to his right side. Throws across his body, across the field. Julian Love comes out of nowhere, makes this great interception. But at the time, the score was 20-17, to 17, Baltimore. And they're trying to kill the clock. I believe it was third down, but even if it wasn't... Why didn't <clears> you just throw it out of bounds? Throw it away. Punt the ball. Make the Giants beat you. I still racking my brain thinking, why did he throw that? That one play right there yeah. changed the complexion of the Giants-Ravens game, naturally, and me and Ricky's fantasy week. Yeah. Yeah. That's the play I'm more upset about than Saquon squatting. So Ricky, double-dipping in the good feelings on the Giants game, man. That ain't cool, <sighs> dude. That ain't cool, Rick. Yeah, right? I mean, listen, the way I, I'm such a diehard Giants fan, the Giants are above everything else. If I lose to the guy that's got the Giant that blows up that day and the Giants win, I'm more happy about the Giants winning than fantasy any day. It's reality. This is fantasy. So Ricky's 4-2. and two. Um, Josh Allen is just unbelievable. 37.36, 329 yards passing, three touchdowns, chips in with 32 yards rushing. Kamara ended up with 99 yards. Um, oh, Brian Robinson got a touchdown. Welcome back. <clears throat> officially the starter now for Washington. That was that Thursday night game. Sketchy as fuck because Gibson looked better. <laughs> he did. You know what's funny, too, is I have Darnell Mooney, who got stopped on the one-inch line on Thursday night. Another play that, like, if this goes just a little different. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> that's the one where I was like, fuck, I almost had 26 out of fields. Yeah, yeah. Darnell Mooney, if he gets in. We're talking a totally different story. I would have loved that. Yeah. So there's just so there's like we just we just pointed out four plays right there that could have changed our fantasy game. Four plays. Oof. Yep. Hey, that's how it goes. Um, We don't really need to talk about my team. My team had a bad week, and we we need to talk about the standings. Congratulations, Rick. You're four and two. Biz, you fall to three and three. Let's roll through the standings. All right. Uh, we do an overall or divisional? What do you want to do? Let's start with overall. All right. 
overall, right now, we've got birthday cupcake number one, gay is my strength number two, and cod season number three, all tied with a four and two record and about a 200 points splitting apart. And it's Ricky's up with 994, then Jeff with 874, and Ryan with 784. So there are three very clear layers to the first, second, and third place. Next, we move into what we'll refer to as the gray area. (laughs) Statement season, no U-turns, goats and hoes, simple daves, buck butters mr confidence loser bowl legend and god did patrick did are tied with the three and three record now norm statement season did i start with statement season yeah okay norm statement season does have a fairly sizable point advantage at 898 but from fifth place no u-turns to 10th place God did, Patrick did. We are split by 40 points. That's a clusterfuck. What the clusterfuck is this? Yeah, it is a clusterfuck. And, yeah. And ironically, if Carl ties us, because Carl's two and four, yeah, and he would bump up based on points, he'd be in fifth place. Right. Right. So, and then of course, Houston unhappy endings is one and five at the bottom. But this is a clusterfuck of all clusterfucks for sure. For sure. You know, division birthday cupcake is the only team right now from red flagged that would make it. Mediocreville would get statement season and goats and hoes in both three and three. Yeah. That division is clumped. They have three teams at three and three and Carl at two and four. And then you have. Gay is my strength. Cod season at four and two in the green bubble division. No U-turns is three and three. So, yeah, it's a clusterfuck of all clusterfucks, man. Yeah. For sure. The red flag division, no one's under 500. Well, there's only two people under 500 in the division. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. But everyone's 500, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Seven teams are 500, which is insanity. All right, transactions. Let's roll through this. All right, transactions. Pulling them up. Okay. On October 13th, which was Thursday, after we did the podcast, you have statement season trading Kyle Pitts and Jahan Dotson to Crypto Godzillionaires for Adam Thielen and Gerald Everett. Any thoughts on this deal? Read it again. Kyle Pitts and Jahan Dodson for Adam Thielen and Gerald Everett. I heard not one name of consequence. Okay, let's move on. Then you did a deal with Carl. Yeah. You gave him Derek Carr and Michael Pittman for Kirk Cousins and Ramon J. Stevenson. Talk me through this. Bondi. That's why you did it? Uh, No, I, I mean, I needed a running back. I was out shopping, seeing what I could get, and... Ramondre makes the most sense. Um, and it was really, it, it worked out very well for me because I had Ayuk on the bench. And did I not, had I not made that trade, yeah, I still have my 25 points out of Pittman. 
but I probably have eight out of a running back instead of twenty three out of a running back and then twenty four out of Ayuk. So fair point. I think that trade won me the week. Okay, because it forced you to play Ayuk is what right. you're saying. Right. And then Ramondre had a big week, two touchdowns. Correct. Now, Damian Harris coming back from injury in a couple weeks, does that scare you? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I mean, he'll probably vulture a touchdown here or there, but I think Ramondre's got a pretty good grip on things. And then the last trade of this week, Gerald Everett gets shipped again with Tyreek Hill and Hunter Henry from statement season uh-huh. to cod season uh-huh. for Travis Kelsey, Latavius Murray, and Jerry Judy. Thoughts? It was re- immediately referred to as a blockbuster. I did see that. And I don't know that I would call it a blockbuster. It was just two stars traded for each other with a couple of pieces. You know, when I yeah. think of blockbuster, it's like two stars going one way for one star and two semi-stars, you know. That that sounds more blockbustery to me than you yeah. know, tra- I mean, Tyreek and Kelsey are fairly evenly valued, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And I the agree. the underlyings of that seem pretty even and yes. Yeah, okay. So I, was- if it works out positionally for either one of you guys, it's a good deal. But the value-wise it looked like Norm picked up Latavius Murray. He already has Melvin Gordon. So now he has the Denver backfield and Jerry Judy, which no one wants. <laughs> Cod season picked up a couple pieces. Gerald Everett, who it looks like he's starting this week, and then Hunter Renfro, who definitely can be a starter. Right. And probably has more upside than Jerry Judy. Now, the one significant thing about that trade is that does mark the final piece of the Dolphins leaving Norm's trifecta to start the season. Yes. Norm bailed the ship was taken on water (laughs) (laughs) it was taken on water so uh good job norm i mean you figured norm was going to make some moves and move through it but i think it's a fair deal i think it's an even deal uh yeah i mean i like tyreek i think he's matchup proof and quarterback proof i do right he's a little dinged up but he seems to be a warrior he plays through all right so and then we have waiver wire. So Kenyon Drake went for 36 fake bucks to Houston unhappy endings. Very unhappy. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if I'm a big fan of that move. I mean, Kenyon Drake looked good. He ran all over the Giants, but now you're chasing points yeah. as we talk about. Yeah. So I don't know. I've done it before, though, so whatever. Right. Rich needs the help. The New York Jets went to loser bowl legend. I bid, I bid on the Jets. Did you? I think I bid nine bucks. Okay. So not enough, but they look solid, and they have I, a great matchup this week. I bid $45 for one reason, uh, and that was I looked over RJ's team, and I felt like he needed a defense. The Jets have been looking good, and RJ's been known to overpay for a defense. Did he bid on the Jets? I don't think he did. Hmm. So, um, But... I felt like $44 was a nice RJ overpay. It wasn't, it was well within his budget to spend that kind of money. So I just took a stab that if he put 44, I went 45. Okay. Fair enough. That was the only reason I went that high. I was probably looking at the mid 20s otherwise. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Next up, Robbie Anderson. You saw what happened on Sunday. (laughs) He gets into an argument with wide receiver coach and then ends up getting kicked out of the game. 
sent to the locker room early. Everyone figured he was going to go on waivers, and instead the Cardinals sent not one but two picks <laughs> to get him. Great job, Arizona. Way to go, guys. Yeah. Way to go. You could have had him a day later I mean, for nothing. Shit stain smells no matter what you you know which way you put it. Yes. Until you cycle through the wash. Uh-huh. And Robbie Anderson is certainly he, he's trash. So good job, Nick, for two fake bucks. Donovan Peoples Jones, who I feel like has been picked up three or four times this year. Yeah, he'll be dropped again. He went for seven to Simple Dave's Buck Futters. Greg Dulcich, who we talked about earlier, went for one. I think that's of good value. Yeah, I, mean, I I like that value. For one buck? Shit, I wish I put a bid in. I like that value. I only wish Phil could get more Broncos before I play him. Well, he's looking for more of a connect from Russ. I mean, one of them's going to stick. Yeah. Because it's not Sutton right now. So keep starting Russ. <laughs> Please. Unless one, you, one more week. Unless you want Dak. Come holler. Uh, Tyquan Thornton, I picked him up for three bucks. No one else bid on Tyquan. Does that surprise you? A little, but rookie wide receiver had a ru- touchdown. That's really what made his week. He was fast. He looked good. He had two touchdowns, didn't he? No, no. Just, I think he did. He hold on. I know he's got a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. Yeah, you're right. And they he were had both two. last week. Yeah, he had two touchdowns. So he played forty of the seventy snaps. Um, he he's explosive. He's gonna start having. Uh, I didn't even know he had two touchdowns. Earn more plays. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. definitely gonna earn more time. There's right, no question about it. Because coming out of camp, they were talking about him being a starter. He had won the job as one of their starters, and then he got hurt, and he's been out since. Hurt his knee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Robert Tanyan goes to Cod season for thirty six fake bucks. Did you put a bid on Tanya? I did put a bid on Tanya. What did you put? 13. Okay. I figured standard bid for someone like that would have been 10, There's which f- means everybody who wanted him would have been at 11. So I went 13. Yeah. 36. That surprised me. And we were the only two to bid on him. That surprised me. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I wouldn't have paid 36 for him. But I- given the wide receiver situation in Green Bay, it's a good chance Tanya's going to continue on he had 10 for 90 this week 100 percent. yeah um gaze my strength zero dollars nick folk van jefferson birthday cupcake that's a stash play smart move yep nico collins went for zero to mr fingers daniel bellinger went to simple daves tennessee tight uh, and then we just got free agent pickups after that oh Jameis winston got picked up by uh, mr confidence yeah uh, about three hours ago and you scooped up Matt Ryan. I did. Okay. I'm probably going to put him right back on the pile heap before the games. Okay. Think I'm going another way. Well, to your point. I think I might holler at you about Dak. Okay. Please do. Don't do it tonight. I'm going to be out. Oh. I'm going to a show tonight. Uh, to your <laughs> point about RJ, he picked up the Titans D and the Raiders D. This, right. This morning. Right. So. And dumped his only other D, which I felt like was kind of mediocre. So I felt Minnesota. like RJ was in the market for a D, and clearly he was. Didn't he spend 55 fake bucks on Minnesota? I think so. Yeah. Well, it's like me, man. I just spent 17 fake bucks on Tevin Coleman, and I dropped him. And then I spent 31 on Phillips early, week one, and I ended up dropping him. So combined, that's... 
I think I spent like points. twenty something on sexy Rexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all do it. Yeah, we all do stupid shit. So it is what it is. But that's the transactions for this week. Um, moving on, week seven. So once we complete this week, John, we are officially halfway through the regular season. Is that crazy? That's nuts, dude. This shit goes way too fast way for fast. as long as we wait for it. Way too fast. It feels like just yesterday we were doing draft prep and getting yeah. fired up for the draft. Yeah. And then now all of a sudden we're in week seven. I know. This is nuts. It does move fast because you've got, again, you got games all day Sunday, Monday night, then there's a game Thursday night. So it's like I've said to you before. You get through that Monday night game. You just got to get Which through Tuesday. And you got Tomorrow. Fo- yeah. Right. You got to get through Tuesday, but you're focused on waivers. Uh-huh. Then there's a down day, but you and I do the pod on Wednesday, so that's something we look forward to and prep for and, right. and, and do and execute. And then there's a game on Thursday. And so boom, for us, it's like there's stuff. We're doing stuff every day. Maybe Friday is the one day we're not like doing stuff. Friday, Saturday is it. Yeah, but even Saturday, I'm, I'm doing prep for Sunday. Sure. You know? Sure. Like Friday, okay, you're looking at the injury report, practice report, stuff like that yeah. to see if a guy that's quite, well. I used to be in a league we traded all the time, but. Well, it's it's been up and down. I mean, there's been three in the last week. We've had good weeks. Well, one good week. There we go. And a lot of, a lot of duds. J- just like Miles Sanders and Brandon Ayuk, one good week. That's not true. (laughs) Don't put me on the spot. (laughs) The Eagles are six and zero, and they look pretty good. I get it. And but 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 what's one thing that seriously has held Miles back that you we haven't even talked about? Oh, Jalen Hurts and the one yard touchdowns, Mm -hmm. or the you know inside the five. Because I mean, sixty percent of Jalen Hurts' touchdowns should be Miles Sanders. The other forty should be split between Mm -hmm. Boston Scott and Gainwell. Yeah, and Sanders has four touchdowns on the year in six games. Yeah, where how many does Hurts have? I don't know. I think they have sixteen on the ground. I want to say. So I'm going to investigate. Yeah, if six of them, or excuse me, sixteen, that might be high. Maybe it's fourteen. I remember thinking there's 10 other touchdowns. There's 10 other touchdowns. If you see what Hurts has on the ground, pull that up. Rushing TDs, Jalen Hurts, six, one a game. Okay. It's one, two, so six, zero, one, two, zero. So six and four is only 10 touchdowns. So there's got to be, I know Kenneth Gainwell has a touchdown. Yeah. At least one. So Boston Scott probably has one, so probably around 12. Yeah. Which they lead the league in rushing touchdowns. Sure. For sure. Sure, sure. So that's also another, you know. Yeah, those those touchdowns being vultured from Sanders hurts, but he's still, like, he's the primary back. Yay. 100%. Primary back. 100 and Kenneth Gainwell can't block anybody. I'm surprised they use him in passing situations because he was getting blown up. That's why I said bye to Kenny G. Yeah. <clears throat> Might as well. I offered to give them to you for nothing. Yeah, they st- yeah. I know. I'd rather have Tevin Coleman. <laughs> That's they're the same guy. They're worthless in this league. They're they're the guy you're gonna drop to find another Kenneth Gainwell or Tevin Coleman. Instead I picked up Tyquan Thornton. <clears throat> I think he's got more upside than a backup running back. Yeah. Why not? All right, move it. Huh? I'm with it. All right, moving on. Week seven, we got a barn burner here. 
starting with no U-turns and Mr. Fingers. Both teams are three and three. Um, I've got a makeshift operation here. I got to piece some shit together. So, you know, breaking this game down is interesting. Right now, I've got Darnell Mooney and Tyquan Thornton playing on Monday night. Everybody else plays in the early slot on Sunday. Whereas he's got Herbert against Seattle, McCaffrey against Tampa Bay. I like that. Swift at Dallas, I like that. For Dallas, you know, for fantasy purposes. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah, I yeah. got you. And I like the fact that Amon Ross St. Brown is playing at Dallas because there's a good chance they're going to be down in that game. Um, RDJ at Washington. Uh, Keenan Allen may or may not play up against Seattle. He's, just to be sure, he's got Josh Palmer. So really, this this matchup... Rest on Detroit's backfield because as of today, he's starting both Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. Certainly, he's got Herbert as his quarterback, Keenan Allen, and Josh Palmer. Um, it, and then the Chargers' defense. So this dude is the, yeah. So he's. The Chargers and the fucking Lions, he's all in. The Lions running backs. Running backs, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is okay. And RDJ. I feel good about a bounce back week. I do. I've I've had I've gone one and three in my last four. Okay. And I'm still dealing with bye week hell this week. I've not that McKenzie's that important, but he's a flex player when you got guys that are hurt. Sure. Uh same with Henderson. Miles Sanders is starting running back for me. Rashad Bateman may or may not come back this week. And then Mike Thomas is just is just he's out forever. Man. I might drop him. He I think he's a drop. I might. Because it's it's again it's a shit stain on my roster right. that I have to see every time I look at my roster. Plus, you know someone's gonna blow some fab on that motherfucker. Fucking please help me, like I, I might have to. If there's a good enough spot, well, put it this way: if Rashad Bateman doesn't play, I need to pick someone up because of bye weeks and injuries to start as a flex. Because right now I don't have somebody in my flex. Mike Thomas is the one that's getting dropped. That I mean, look at my roster. That's a guarantee. He's getting dropped. So, good luck this week, Nick. I do think I have a slight edge. We'll see. I think Lamar has a bounce-back game after the two turnovers in the last two possessions. Can I ask you a question? What's that? Is Nick playing Najee Harris? It looks like it. Then you have the edge. Okay. That's Yeah. Why not? I mean, right now I've got Lamar on the bench, and I told you this yesterday. You even you even texted me. You're like, you're gonna start Dak, and I'm like, no, man. I'm just no, no, no. I asked if you were about to trade Lamar. Oh, I was like, okay. you about to trade yeah, Lamar? Right. Why is Dak in yeah, there? Yeah, I'm doing this to send a message to Lamar. He knows that I know that he knows he needs to play better in the fourth quarter. Right. To close games. Yeah, no, I get it. You, that's, and that's exactly what you said. You, this is one of them benchings. Don't, he has, let, don't let him know, but he's starting. Yeah, he'll start. He won't hear this podcast anyway, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. But he'll be in there. But right now, during the week, he's going to run with the twos. We'll insert the game plan. Um, I do like his matchup against Cleveland. So, And they're playing home. I think Baltimore wins that game. Next up, birthday cupcake. Wait, no, that's correct. Incorrect, right? Next up is God Did, Patrick Did, and Houston Unhappy Endings. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. As we all know, Rich is, Rich is uh, dumpster fire, one and five. RJ's three and three. They're both are coming off a loss. This one, 
I predict we're going to get our first tie this year. Okay. I don't know how to respond to that. I like either you agree or disagree. I disagree. Okay. Yeah, because we use fractions of points. It's going to be really hard. I know, but somehow these two are going to make it happen. I doubt it. If Jonathan Taylor plays, this is a big edge for RJ. Really? I think so. You disagree? I mean, Jacobs is playing against Houston for Rich. That's a good matchup. That's a very good matchup. And then Mahomes at San Francisco. That's a tough matchup. I think Brady at fucking Carolina, too. Actually, yeah, you're right. This is a pick em. I And I'm not. It's a, it's going to end as a tie. That's my pick. Did RJ already drop the Tennessee D? Uh, or no, not Tennessee. He's got Tennessee in there, but he picked up another D, and he's only got one on his roster right now. Let's see if something happened while we were on. Hold on. We're searching. We don't have a, like production guys. We got to do it. He ourselves. dropped L.A. Yeah. yeah oh, okay, he so he the dropped Raiders. the Raiders to pick up AJ Green. AJ Green. Okay. <laughs> His favorite guy. AJ Green's in the league again. All right. I think this one's a pick 'em. I do. I think if Rich gets you know a, a Brady to Godwin connect, um, George Kittle. I mean, he's starting MVS, who had a zero last week. This is as of Wednesday. He still has Kenyon Drake, Jared Goff at Dallas. He's got a couple guys on buys. I don't know. I, I, wishful thinking. I think he's going to play Kenyon Drake Yeah. over Caleb Huntley. Yeah, perhaps. Against Cleveland? Yeah, Cleveland's been getting toasted on the ground. Yeah. And then RJ. He is still playing Matt Collins. That's not good. <laughs> limited options Very limited What do you think of our shorter bench this year? Do you like it or not? I think that's part of the reason We're not getting as many trades done Because people just don't have the room To take a three for two or a two for one You know? Perhaps I don't know I thought there would be more out available Out there on the waiver wire I mean There's not People have been spending a lot more fab. If you want to think about it, we're ha- we're about halfway through the regular season, and almost the entire league is less than a hundred bucks in fab left, and some of them are way less. Yeah, Nikki, right? Nikki has almost nothing, right? Yeah, there's a couple teams that only have like fifty, huh. fifty fab bucks. So, here, let me see. Yeah, it doesn't show it on our main page. Yeah, it's it does on it on mobile. Phone. It's only on my phone. Oh, no, no, it shows it right here. Budget. Here it is. So, Ricky is the lowest with 50. Oh, excuse me. Rich has 50. Ricky has 56. The ones that have the most are RJ with 138. Gay is my strength with 151. Me and Ryan with 109. And then the rest of the league is under 100. So one, two, three, four teams have more than half of their budget left. Everyone else has less, and some teams. I mean, I have 97. 
Yeah, you're close. But still, it's less than half. Is it? Is it? Are you sure? You have spent 53, 51.5% of your fab. Damn, you're good at math. Sometimes. <laughs> Not when I'm trying to calculate the scores like last week. That was fucking weird. Who will blame the whiskey? Yeah. It's always the whiskey fault. Breckenridge Distillery. All right. Loser Bowl legend. Three and three against Goat and Hose. Three and three. I mean, everyone's fucking three and three. Um, how do you feel this week? About your team, about your matchups, who do you got on by? What's going on? Talk to me. I big bye week for me. Um I, one of the trades I made settled me into who I think is going to be my main quarterback rest away, which is Kirk Cousins, and he's immediately on a bye. Okay. So um, I, I've thought about playing Justin Fields, but Justin Fields is playing against New England, and I kind of consider him a rookie quarterback still. Okay, I can see why you and say you that. And, you know, that against Belichick, I'm just not enthused about, you know. They'll shut him down. Right. Matty Ice... Eh, kind of like I, he's in the lineup right now. I I I got one more play up my sleeve that I like. All right, let's talk. Um, afterwards. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. And then, yeah, uh, that's the the lot of buys. So, Higby, JJ, cousins. Well, you got to feel good because you're playing Phil. <laughs> Not just Phil, but you're playing a lot of Broncos this week. Dulcich, yeah, Sutton, yeah, and Russ, yeah, yeah, Phil, definitely feel good about that. Yeah, and Phil still got Darius Slate and Kadarius Tony on the bench. Allen Robinson's on a bye. Dulcich, uh, excuse me, um, Dawson Knox. Couldn't think of his name. Dawson Knox on a bye, so he's starting Dulcich. And not only am I playing against a lot of Broncos, my Jets defense is playing the Broncos. Oh, that's juicy. That's real juicy. Yeah. And that game's here this week. Yeah, let's go Jets. 405 Eastern. And then he's got the Bears at New England Monday night, which may not be a great matchup. Because the Niners are playing Kansas City. That's his other D. You're not going to start them. Mm -mm. Kansas City has the number one offense in the league. But he's got Derrick Henry against Indy, Aaron Jones at Washington, Devonta Adams home against Houston. Those are all not great matchups, but they're they're good matchups. They're all right. Yeah. So looking at this, I mean your best players on your bench, uh huh, Justin Jefferson, your connect quarterback is on a bye, like you uh-huh. said. Yeah, it I could I could play uh Jimmy G and get the triple stack. I mean, looking at the names, okay. It looks like he's got you. Okay. Looking at the names. Now, breaking it down with matchups and so on, you have some good matchups. And I still have a tight end and a kicker to pick up. I oh, I'm know. not even looking at. Okay. I'm not looking at that. Gotcha. But I'm strictly looking at matchups yeah, yeah. and so on. Matt Ryan at Tennessee is not a great matchup. Matt Ryan outside the dome. I I definitely, like I said, I have other options. All right. Makes sense. So what's your prediction? Oh, me. Okay. All right. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Simple Dave's Buckfutters against Gaze My Strength. That was a little fast. Yeah, I'm getting it we down. Need, we need to slow it down. Just, just. Okay. There Simple Dave's a... Buck Futters. Yeah, there right. it is. 
Gotcha. That'll that'll pass the FCC with no problem. <laughs> we don't want to say it too fast. Might get flagged. Not like we drop <laughs> f-bombs on this. Whatever. This family entertainment. Dave's team three and three versus Jeff, who's four and two. Dave won last week. Jeff lost last week in this clusterfuck of a league. You got Cincinnati playing home against Atlanta in the early window. Okay. Brees Hall at Denver. Okay. Mike Williams home against Seattle. Mm. Olave's back at Arizona. Now, that's a good matchup. However, it's a short week, and... I'll tell you what. I don't know if it's a great matchup for no, Olave. No, because Arizona's been locking down number one wide receivers. Byron yeah. Murphy. Byron Murphy's been crushing number one souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you look at Dave's team. He's going to run Geno out there because Jalen Hurts is on a bye. Uh-huh. And Geno plays at L.A. against the Chargers, which isn't that bad of a matchup as long as you can keep them upright. Uh, Algier and Walker, Eckler and CEH. Really, Eckler's got a great matchup against the Seattle D. And then Walker is playing in that game as well. So that's a huge game for Dave's team, that Seattle Chargers game. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. And Metcalf. DK, too. Jesus. Oh, boy. Okay. Waddle's questionable, but we heard earlier today that he is going to play against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh getting some guys healthy in their secondary, so we'll see. And who knows who's throwing the ball to Miami and Miami? What? Nothing. Oh. We'll see who's throwing the ball in Miami. Is it gonna be Tua? I don't know. I don't want to see Tua die. If he gets another concussion, his career might be over. That's a legitimate statement. Like he had his brain scrambled like two weeks ago. I mean, I don't know if you remember. Do you remember those Eric Lindros concussions that would leave him out for months? Yeah. Like, where's all that shit? Right. You're telling me these head hits aren't as bad as what Lindros was? No. Lindros was a big boy. Lindros got railroaded a few times. And and at that point in hockey, he was getting targeted because he was so big. Right. You know, so. And the rules are different now. Right. But you're telling me that, that Tua didn't have something on the level of an Eric Lindros hit? Uh, Especially so. that second one with Westside. Uh, yeah, where he's throwing up gang signs. Yeah. Yeah. He was knocked in the next week. At least most of those NHL concussion boys went to sleep for a little bit and woke up. True. I don't know. I This, this is a tough one for me. I think Dave's got an edge. Are you wish casting this because you need a McKeever loss? No. You got McKeever starting Wandale Robinson, Kareem Hunt, Olave Gallup, and Mike Williams because Stefan Diggs is on a bye. That's why. So Stefan Diggs on a bye is why you're picking this? That's why I'm picking Dave. But you got a DK Metcalf, Waddle, Pierce, Eckler, CEH, Walker, who I really like, Algier. He's kind of like that last flex for Dave. Who's Dave going to drop for a kicker? Joshua Kelly. It's got to be Joshua Kelly, right? Yeah, or Shakur. No one wants Shakur. What? He's on a bye anyways. (laughs) We were wondering why he put some fab bucks on there. I don't know. I don't know. He barely played. Never going to play again unless McKenzie's hurt. Right. It makes no sense. All right. 
So drop Shakir. Yeah, drop Shakir. Get a kicker. Cod season four and two against Crypto Godzillionaires. Mm-hmm. Carl's two and four. Yep. Ryan's four and two. Yep. Okay. We've noted before that Carl's got a pretty solid team. He's got mm-hmm. a bunch of studs. Mike Evans, Michael Pittman, Jamar Chase. What week is it? CD Lamb. It's week seven. Okay. Ryan's gonna lose. Okay. Move on. All right. Fair enough. But he's got Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins coming back off a of suspension. Hunter Renfro he threw in there because he's got Delvin Cook. Do you think Nook's going to want to put on a show this week? I think so. Yeah. I do. I do, too. Yeah. I think Tyreek Hill against Pittsburgh, that's a good matchup Sunday night. Uh-huh. He's got a lot of primetime games. He's playing both of the Chicago running backs together. That's interesting. Well, Delvin Cook's on a bye. And he's starting two wide receivers in his flex spots. So, why not? This really certainly comes down to Carl's receivers and Nick Chubb versus Ryan's team. Would that, does that sound about right? Say it again. Carl's receivers. Yeah. Plus C.D. Lamb. Uh Okay, because he's in the flex. Uh Carl's got four. Top tier wide receivers yep. and Nick Chubb, so it's five players okay. against Ryan's whole team. Sure. Derek Carr playing home against Houston, which you would think is a juicy matchup, but I think that could be a low scoring game. I don't think it's going to be a shootout. Personally, right? Uh, it's not exciting at all. Cowboys Dak Prescott has been medically cleared and is expected to be a full participant in practice tomorrow. Sounds like things are trending toward Dak returning on Sunday versus the Lions. Unless Jeff tweets it, I don't believe it. I just read the bitch. <laughs> I don't know. You could have been reading one from two years ago. It was from 205. If McKeever sends it, I believe it. <laughs> what about if Dave sends it? While he's slinging then I'm 50/50, scarves I might, and belts I, I and might, buckles. <laughs> I might ask McKeever for confirmation. Yeah. Like, is this true, Jefty? Got this beautiful ostrich ostrich boots. You're going to love them. They're super comfortable. Alligator skin? No, ostrich. Ostrich. Is that a real thing? Yeah. They make I stuff mean, out I, of not ostrich. an ostrich. I know ostriches are real things. <laughs> they make boots out of ostrich skin. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's supposedly very uh, expensive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, COD season, it's week seven. Congratulations, Carl. You're going to win two in a row and become three and four, which I'm rooting for because Ryan's in my division. Now we go to the game of the week. Birthday cupcake versus statement season. Birthday cupcake is four and two. What did I miss? Did I skip something? Not, not at all. Okay. Birthday cupcake is four and two. Statement season is three and three. They're both coming off wins. Matter of fact, Ricky has the only winning streak in the league. Won two games. That's another thing about the parody in this. Oh, no. Sorry, John. I'm sorry. Forgot about the loser bowl legend over here. You've won two in a row. He's staring at me like... Death stare. How can you forget about my two wins? I've won two in a row. My, my apologies. Now, you pointed this out earlier, so yeah. I want to give you all the credit, but this okay. is like irony of all ironies. Ricky picked up Tua, Tua to start against Norm this week. How great is that? That would be amazing. 
The reason being is naturally uh, Josh Allen is on a bye. If only somehow like Tua became good and we could like all pass Tua to whoever Norm was playing that week. Like a whore? <laughs> Like just so, something like run that. a train on Tua. <laughs> he won't know. No, he won't. He doesn't even know what year it is. Um, both these guys have have players that are out: Cooper Cup, Josh Allen, Dallas Goddard, and Devonta Smith for Rick, Adam Thielen, and Gabe Davis for Norm. Right now, Norm's starting Lamar, or excuse me, Latavius Murray, even though. Latavius is not the starter, in air quotes. Doesn't matter. He'll finish the game. Uh, we had a good talk. Yeah. Um, I Even with all these bye weeks, Edge Norm. Oh, okay. All right. Edge Norm. I mean, he's got Travis Kelsey, Cooks against Vegas, Can I change my pick? Yeah, I would. Okay. Yeah. Edric. Okay. <laughs> it's not big because Ricky's got studs on the bench on buys, but it's Edge Ricky. Okay. What do you think? I definitely think it's Edge Ricky. Okay. Um, um, I feel like Norm right now is a two-man team with Big Lenny and Travis Kelsey. Beyond that, all... Well, T. Higgins is a good player. Christian Kirk could find it again. Brandon Cooks hasn't really done much this year. Other than that, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Gabe Davis, too. But he's on a bye. Yeah, Gabe's on a bye. I'm, I'm looking at this week. Yeah. Who he's got in the lineup now. Understood. I just lean Ricky. Okay. Especially if two is really not dead. Like, I, I haven't heard from him. I haven't seen him, but I've been told he's not dead. Oh, okay. Do you have his number? No. Oh, I thought you had his phone number. That's why you're like, I haven't heard from Tua. Uh, I mean, press conferences, oh. fucking Twitter. Nothing. There's no video evidence. Right. Or photo, photographs of I, Tua. I still think it's like Weekend at Bernie. <laughs> Do you think it's like all these scandals they have about some of the... Uh, celebrities out there where there's like a doppelganger or someone in his place exactly yeah and that's who's walking around really too is dead dead i don't know why this this doppelganger must be athletic enough to play in the nfl and a lefty that's that's gonna be hard to find <laughs> it's not easy that's not easy all right that's week seven hologram can hologram to a hold a football <laughs> i don't know man i don't see how they can play him yet i really don't Dude, if he gets another concussion, like I almost, yeah, I almost think they should just sit him for the year now. Right, right, and let him come back next year. Mike McDaniel's a piece of shit. I don't know if it's him. You think it's him? I, it's I don't think he's the puppeteer behind the. Curtain. Somebody's a piece of shit. Somebody it could be upper level management forcing this. What kill Tua, tank the season, get a new quarterback? Well, aren't they three and three now? Yeah, I, I don't understand the. Yeah, I mean, the season's not over for them, by no means. And I feel like Teddy B is serviceable enough-ish. Eh, for for this year, yeah. I mean, while Tua gets his head straight. Right. I mean, he, he's like Cocoa Puffs, Cocoa Pebbles uh -huh. right now. He's just yeah. out of it. Out of it. Tricks are for kids. 100. <laughs>
I don't know. Hey, so, what, what do you got for final thoughts, Busy? Final thoughts is again, this is going into week seven, which marks the halfway season. You would like to see some trends, not only from teams but players specifically. And this year is such a fucking shit show. I have nothing. I got nothing. Guys that haven't done shit all of a sudden do something in week six. Guys that you're expecting a lot out of and, you know, underperformed, finally do something in week seven. And it's been the opposite, too. Yeah. There's guys out there like, remember Allen Robinson going into the draft? We were all high on Allen Robinson. Let's go. He got a touchdown this past week. But did it matter? No, but... My point is, is like you know, just the perception of people and and their value in this league has changed. Sure. And even though you have the primary running back on a team, that the only undefeated team in the league, just because they're on a bye this week, the league's down on him. And he's got four touchdowns in six weeks, which the league over I, seventeen weeks averages out to like twelve or thirteen touchdowns. The league was down on him before. It right. wasn't that. But the team is different this year. It's not, not that he's on a buy that you're not getting what you're looking for out of him. It's just that I think it's more the Jalen Hurts taking away from his goal line opportunities. You know, people are looking for someone who's going to get those. Even so, he's ranked ninth. And we're talking about Miles Sanders, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he's ranked ninth after six weeks. Now, running backs this year, just to touch on this, a complete mess. Complete mess. You have some absolute studs that have either been hurt or underperformed all year. Najee Harris, Jonathan Taylor, to name a couple. Najee, Jesus even, Christ. Even Joe Mixon is like just barely a top 20 running back, fantasy points. You know, like those are three guys that were drafted early in drafts. Real early. What are you looking at? Miles. Oh, what do you got? You got something to say? No. You can talk some shit. What's up? Oh, I'll do it off mic. <laughs> off mic. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't come back to bite you? Come on. No. I, what you got for me? It, he, he's had one big game and then a 17-point game. Okay. 10, four and a half, seven and a half. And those are the games that he's killing you because of the no touchdown. Yes. You know, if he runs in a touchdown on any of those games, they all look better. 16, 11, 13. And then tell me his carries. Just just the carries, not the catches. It's not on there. No, it doesn't show you? It does on the phone. Yeah, I'm looking that up now. <clears throat> Great radio again. Yeah, our producers are <laughs> slacking. Where is it? Here it is. Okay, boom, stats. Here we go. Week 1, 13, 17, 15, 27, 15, 18. Volume. He's getting volume. See, that's even scary because he's behind a great offensive line, and it's, that makes it sound like he's not doing shit with it. Three and a half, five. Well, 13 for 96, 17 for 80, he's 15 still for averaging 46. almost five yards a carry. 27 for 134, 15 for 58, 18 for 71. He's not terrible. Yeah. And then but every he's not game, not number one wide receiver, good either. No, I don't think he is. That's why I was trying to pair him with somebody to get an upgrade at a wide receiver. Yeah, but no one, no one wants to work. They're all down on Sanders. That's fine. I'll slot him into my two spot. Great two. 
solid two. That's what he is. I'm not trying to sell him as a running back one. Yeah, I am actually. I mean, as a top ten back because of what else is out there. Like, what else is out there for running backs? It's scarce, man. Do I mean? Did we talk about this before, or did we talk about this on what the 110 touchdowns fewer than last year? You brought that up. I did. Yeah. Touchdowns. I mean, there's a. I think that's a lot to it. Yeah. I mean, to everybody's value. Yeah. Right, you yeah. know, everybody's looking at their guy like they're doing it when really they've probably got a lot less than they and we were projecting. 110 touchdowns less than last year at this, at this time, point, yeah, which is insane. And I was telling you, there's been a lot of 30 yard field goals, which means teams are getting stopped in the red zone or goal to go and settling for three. Dude, that happened to the Seahawks. Four straight drives. Maybe not straight, but like I kept getting an alert. Kenny Walker is in the red zone. Then I'd get an alert. Jason Myers has kicked a field goal for your team. Yeah, yeah. So like, Happened to the Chargers on Monday night. Right. This dude had four field goals at one point were all under 30 yards, or under 40 yards. I mean, that's getting into the red zone and getting stopped. So are the defenses just getting better? Well, as like we all every, know, it's right. much harder to score when you're in, you know, smaller field. Right, field, of course. Because it's less, less to defend. It compresses, yeah. Right. And then you have 22 bodies running around, and these are large humans in a very small space. That's why you see, you know, there's a lot more trick plays near the goal line. A lot more Andy Reid uh, influence type plays where – you know, you got different guys throwing the ball. You got reverses. You got all these, you know, rollouts, play action fake. Like, it's tough, man. It's tough for running backs to score if it's beyond five yards and you're in the red zone. It's probably easier to score from 25 yards out because you break a play. Miles Sanders is touchdown dependent. I said it. <laughs> okay, I said it. Okay. I, I didn't fair want enough. to. That's fair enough. I look at his touches. He's got a lot of volume and he's on. The best rushing team in the league. Yeah. I, I, I get Which it. is going to be in leads, and he's going to get touches. It's like, I don't understand how he's got so many touches and so few yards, yet his yards per carry sounds high to me. Yeah, he's averaging over five yards a carry. 4.6. Okay. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, I just, I have it right in front of me. Okay. Like, I got you. 4.6. Yeah. That's solid. It is, but when you look at the, you know, 18 touches, 71, 15, 58, 27, what is that? 15, 46. They, they don't sound like big games. No, but they're solid. They're solid enough to be the number nine running back after six weeks. Big boom week. Now, next, look at their upcoming schedule after the bye, of course. You got Pittsburgh, Houston, Washington, Indy, Green Bay, Tennessee, Giants, Chicago, Dallas, New Orleans. That's a pretty easy schedule for running backs up until the playoffs, week 16. I'm just saying. And what do you just. I I need your Giants to hold some running backs. And he just went 18 for 71 against. One of those teams in a touch. So, huh? Okay. Just saying, it's a pretty good schedule. Should be a lot of points. 
I hope so for your sake. Yeah. I do too. <laughs> I need it. I need every point I can get when you lose by less than two. No shit. All right, guys. Scoring's down. That was a like twelve minute final thought from Scoring's Busy. down when you're picking when you're picking bets, Norm Oppo picks. And you know, good luck to everybody this week and the season's half over. We'll talk to you when the season's half over. All right, boys. We out.